Welcome to the Southwest Iowa Association of Realtors, also known as SWIRE. This podcast keeps SWIRE members up to date on what's new and happening in our organization. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. It is not our intention to solicit the offerings of other real estate brokers. Not a member? We still encourage you to listen. Each week, we provide you with valuable information related to the real estate industry and Southwest Iowa. Thank you for joining us on the Swire Podcast. I'm Todd Studer. In studio today, we have Amy Swoboda, Executive Director of Swire, and also Rachel Pierce is here from Benchmark Mortgage. Let's start, Amy, with you. What's the latest at Swire? We have a YPN scavenger hunt coming up July 12. We want people to sign up for that. You can contact the office or contact Claire Cross with that. And we really hope people will show up for that. It sounds like a really fun event brought on by our YPN committee. The IAR convention is September 26th in uh, Des Moines, and you can make your hotel reservations now. The agenda will be coming out soon. And that's a great opportunity to get in some CE credits. Just want to talk about a couple of things that we just made changes at the board. We sent out emails on it, and you've probably noticed these as you work daily. Supra single access, so you can hand out a code um, to uh, a non-realtor member who needs to get into a house, like maybe it's a appraiser or, well, I guess an appraiser would have probably have a code, but maybe it's an inspector or a person who doesn't belong to our MLS that needs to get into the house. If you need help on that, give me a call at the office. Photographer agreements, we just released that information. If you have any questions, let me know. The photographer agreement is really between the broker and the photographer, and the agreement is meant to protect you, the agent, the broker, and the MLS from any um, concerns about copyright and who has the rights to use those photos. Once we put a photo out on the internet, it's gone forever. We can't bring it back. So um, those are really important to have. We also added or changed the section on outbuildings. They're now their own subsections. So if you've sold a property lately with that has an outbuilding, you've noticed this, but um, those were details we added at the request of some appraisers to help them with the values on outbuildings because an outbuilding could be a lot of different things. Okay, so Rachel, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into your business? Yeah, sure. Uh, So Rachel Pierce, Benchmark Mortgage, mortgage loan originator for... Oh gosh. So 2014 is when I actually became a lender, but been in the business for about 15 years. So, and you know, had the the background in banking and whatnot, just kind of getting out of high school and stuff. So been in the business a while. I live in Glenwood, Iowa, and I have a beautiful nine-year-old daughter. Uh, My husband and I have uh, her together. And then we, I have three bonus daughters and now four bonus grandchildren. I know. Oh, that's the greatest. It is the greatest because, you know, you can get them all sugared up and then send them back home. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I have two two and almost three, and they they are a lot of fun. Okay. So we're going to talk about relationships today in business. Um, How have you built your business in terms of relationships and networking within the industry? Yeah, no, I think it's great. I wanted to kind of start off with maybe a favorite quote that I had, which is, your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. So it's in one of my favorite books, which is The Go-Giver. And I just think that it is really important now more than ever, right, to create value for your clients, 
and for your referral partners who are really actually your clients. So this is market is really interesting right now. So as we all know, low inventory isn't changing anytime soon, no. right? And rates, well, they're up and down, up and down. So, you know, we really have to focus on the things that, you know, we can change, right? Because those really aren't anything that we can change. So, you know, I think you think about all the really good things about buying now, right, to better educate your client. And so, you know, obviously interest rates with the way they are, you can always refinance, right? It's not forever. Right. Um, you know, 4.5% to 5% appreciation is going to happen year over year on the house. So somebody's going to be building that equity into their investment, and then it's not their landlords, right? So it's really just keeping those things in the forefront. But I don't really know that there's any secret sauce per se. I think you have to create great people skills, you mm -hmm. know, know how to, do you know how to do that? You just have to be a person, right? <laughs> you just have to be real don't authentic. Be mean. <laughs> yeah. You just have to be authentic, right? So really for me, when I'm networking and there's other lenders or other agents there, like, I'm excited about that because I'm like, ooh, I need to go meet them. I need to pick their brain. Like, what are they doing that I need to be doing? Or, you know, what are some cool things that they've implemented into their business that I can maybe take a little nugget and, and help myself? Or is there anything that I'm doing that I can share with them, right? I don't really look at it as like competition per se. I look at it as like, hey, I need to know that person because usually – when you're staying in a room like that and there's other networkers, right? They're all doing the same thing that you're doing and we all know the same people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I kind of have an idea about someone. So I think for me, it just gives me an opportunity to get better, right? So I love that. I like to go deeper, ask a lot of great questions, right? What's this person really like? What do they love to do most? What are their favorite moments? What's most important in all their world? Who is this person, right? That's like what I really want to do. I just want to get to know them, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, I think it's also listening. How crazy is that, that listening sounds like the simplest task? But I think too many times we are always constantly thinking about what's the next question that I have to ask that person. And so you're really focused on that when you're actually truly meeting someone that you don't take the time to actually listen to what they're saying to you. Mm -hmm. And so I think for me, just shutting up and truly listening, you know, don't butt in, don't give the, oh, hey, I have, I know exactly what you're going through because I this just happened to me. You know, sometimes you got to like hold your tongue on that, even though you're trying to use that as a connection tactic, right? Uh -huh. I think that it's important to just really, truly listen to them and get to know them a little deeper. Yeah. And some people will not let you put, get any uh, word in edgewise. Have you ever noticed that? Yes. I've met a few people like to come home and tell my husband, boy, they just talk about themselves the whole time. I don't think they know anything about me, but I know a lot about them now. <laughs> yes, that's definitely something that is hard when you go to networking events and whatnot. It's like, man, I guess... Uh, I guess uh, I, I don't have to worry about it, right? I know exactly everything that I need to know about, about them. About them, yeah, so, right. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so when you're meeting all these different agents, how do you decide which agents you want to work with? Do you kind of pick and choose who you really want to work with? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's it's about connection and aligning your values, right? So the things that are really important to you as far as, you know, communication, making sure that the person on the opposite end is going to hustle and grind, 
for the client, just like you are, right? Um, they're going to look at every opportunity that they have. They're going to give them every option that they have and also m- not make them feel like you're forcing them into anything, right? You're actually truly trying to get to know that person. I really like to make sure that I'm educating the client through the process. And so I like to be aligned with people that are really taking the time to explain something to someone and they're not really just forcing someone into the sale, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I think you find out when you're listening that maybe this is not the time for the person to buy a house, sell a house, refinance a house, whatever the case may be, right? So Mm -hmm. I think that it's really important to make sure that you, they're actually spending the time and really getting to know that client and, and creating a really great client experience because at the end of the day, you know, you want to send your referrals to someone that you can trust and, and they're going to do business the same way that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a really a close partner to an agent. So having a good relationship with that agent is, is as important as having a good relationship with the, with the buyer. Absolutely. hundred percent. How do realtors enhance and help your business? The number one thing that kind of comes to my mind here is teamwork. I think that you all have to be playing on the same team, right? Whether that's offense, defense or whatever, and all have the same thing in mind as far as getting the client through the process with the smoothest, most seamless process, you know, experience for them. Because if people always remember how you make them feel, right? right? And so if you did a really great job, they're going to remember that, sing your praises. But if you did something that, you know, kind of messed things up a little bit, they're always going to remember that one little thing, right? And so you want to try to, you don't want to necessarily be perfect. It's obviously, it's a real life experience, right? But you Mm -hmm. still want them to feel, feel that way. And I think for me, like in my experience, you know, part of my job as a lender for my referral partner is to make them look good, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds kind of crazy, but like you you always want to be looking for that next introduction from that client, right? You always want them to be thinking of you and having you top of mind. Well, if I refer you to someone or someone is referred to me, you know, I want to be able to reciprocate that and make sure that I'm providing the, them the same experience that they're getting with the person that referred them to me. So- that it does kind of does a tenfold thing, right? Allows right. them to refer back. So yeah, it's a business all about referrals. It is right. <laughs> Isn't That's it? absolutely the truth. Not just for realtors, but for uh, lenders too. Yeah. Well, and and not even that, right? I I think for me, I make it like a goal each year. I increase my goal on how many people I'm going to refer to. Like that's a personal goal for me in my business. And it's not just about realtors, right? It's about homeowners insurance and contractors and, you know, anybody that I know that needs to know somebody so that they can make their life easier, right? Because obviously we we always go based on what people tell you, right? Mm-hmm. We go online, we look for reviews, to see what other people are saying about it. I mean, I, that's how I shop. I don't know about you, but especially on Amazon, I'm like, oh, I don't want that. Keep going, you know, until you find a good product, right? Same kind of thing in our world. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good place to start. But I think with a relationship, like with a realtor or with a lender, getting some referrals from people instead of from the internet is really helpful yes. or past experiences. Mm-hmm. I know personally, I've, you know, I've done lots of mortgages and refinances. Yeah. And looking back on it, my first mortgages and refinances, I did with the same lender. I bet 
I bet six or seven different times we did loans with her. And we kept going back to her because we trusted her. She told us, she kept us informed the whole time. There were never surprises. She worked with us on what we could really do and couldn't do and what we shouldn't do. Now, you know, you know there's not kind of a fine line what you can do versus what you should do with mortgages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she really helped us through all of that. And so I think those long, they're really long-term relationships, even though they may seem like a short-term relationship. It can be a long-term relationship. Do you ever remember, like, who was the person that got me connected to this lady? You know? Do yeah. you ever remember that? I do. It was the realtor. Right. Like, the first realtor I bought a house from. That's awesome, right? Yeah. And I mean, obviously, I mean, there's a fine line. I mean, y you go back and forth with, oh, is it actually a RESPA violation if you, you know, send a person to one person? I think it's important that people do their due diligence, right? And shop, if you will. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's all about connection because people ask me, well, what are questions that I should ask? And I'm just like, okay, well, I can give you some basic questions, but did you connect with that person? Did you mm -hmm. feel like you trusted that person when you had a conversation with them? Did they do enough to make you feel comfortable about, I don't know, buying the biggest purchase of your life? Exactly. You know, so I think it really goes back to just having that comfort level and trust is, is super important. Right. Right. How do you maintain the relationships? For me, I think that it's it's all about touch points. You know, like I think that you want to be in their lives. You know, if you want to be a you want to be the lender who helps them, you know, for a refinance, a purchase, you know, even comes to you when they're ready to sell their house because they're like, ah, I don't even know where to start or whatever, right? You want to be the person who they think of all the time. And so I think how you do that is you stay in touch with them during their life. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, for me personally, I, I try to friend most of my clients on social media presence or ask them to follow me or like my page so that they can kind of, I'm staying in front of them that way. Right. Which is pretty simple and easy. And then I just pay attention. Like I go out and, and look at, you know, what's going on in their life. So if they're having a big event, maybe they graduated with a master's degree or, you know, they just had a got a new puppy or whatever it is. Like I like to send them a personal card and tell them congratulations or whatever it is, you know, maybe send them a personal video on their birthday. Hey, happy birthday. I was just thinking about you, you know, one year closer to the sun, whatever it is, you know, we also in our in with my company, we have HomeBot, which is an amazing thing that you can use to get a digest monthly about the value that you're building up in your home. Right. So it's telling you how much your house is worth compared to what the market's going on. You can go in and make changes if you added a bathroom or whatever. So people really liked the value that you're providing to them. And if they can continue to see their asset growing, they absolutely love that. And so, again, it's just something super simple that, you know, just providing value to your clients, touching base with them annually, even if, you know, rates haven't gone down because that's honestly something really hard right now. Annual mortgage reviews right now are like, hey, I'm just calling. Rates <laughs> really suck. but And you have an awesome rate. But I'm still contacting them to just ask them, like, how's life? You know, how are your kids? You know, how do you really love the house? Is it something you're going to stay in forever? You know, has anything changed? Did you get a new job? I mean, really, we're just having conversations and catching up with them like they're old friends. That's how I feel about it. And I think your clients must be old friends from that, from the way you talk about them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I try to be friends with everybody. I mean, I just I love to connect with people. Uh huh. So you have a lot of long term relationships then with them. 
Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So then let's talk about the flip side of that on referrals. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite part about working by referral? For referral piece, I, I think it's just that you always know what you're going to get, right? So trust, again, I go back to that because trust is super important. But I think that if if I know that person that I'm working with personally, right? So a lot of my referral partners that I have relationships with, when I say I have a relationship with them, I mean, we do life together, mm-hmm. right? So our kids play together, you know, we might have a cookout, we go to breakfast, you know, whatever it is, we're catching up just to, oh, I saw something on social media, I'm calling them, what are you doing? What's going on? You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I want to have a relationship with those people. So again, if I trust someone enough to, to be involved in their life, I, I trust someone enough to be able to send someone to them because I know that they're going to give them a good experience. So referrals can be referrals to you or you referring people to realtors? 100%. So again, I go back to my, hey, I have a goal, right? For me personally, I don't want to be just a taker, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be a giver. So, because it just feels good, right? To be able to be like, hey, call this person because they're amazing. They're going to take care of you. They're going to grind. They're going to hustle. They're going to get you into a house and get you a good price on it. And, you know, oh, you know, it, they're not afraid to go outside the box and try hard things in a market that's hard. Mm-hmm. So, it feels really good to be able to give back to people that give to you, too. It does. It does. So, what's what is it about you and the way you do business do you think is a little bit different than everybody else that sets you apart? That one was hard because that's kind of like <laughs> one of those questions of like, what are your strengths and weaknesses? <laughs> yeah. no. So I, Weaknesses, I work too hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I work too much. <laughs> no, I think for me is I'm a connector of people. So I think that you can never know enough people. It's fun to get to know more people just to find out, you know, what it is that they can do to help you. Like, I almost feel like when I meet someone in a networking situation or even just, you know, we're hanging out with friends and I'm meeting a new person. Like, I'm really just, again, going back and asking a lot of questions to find out as much as I can about them. Because I'm always thinking, ooh, do I know someone that needs to know them? Or do they need to know someone that I know? Or how can I use them in the future to, you know, help me or help my clients or whatever, right? Even professionally or business or business or personally. So I feel like for me too, like if I can't help you, I'm going to tell you that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I like to deliver bad na- news fast. And then I'm going to help you figure out a way to get it done. If I can't do it, that's the great part of being a connector and knowing so many people is that, you know, even if it's another lender, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I have a a real, or not a real estate, a a lender mastermind group of awesome ladies all over the metro area between Omaha and Council Bluffs. and, And even further than that, because within my company, we're all over the U.S. And, you know, everybody's got connections, right? And so I just feel like, I'm able to tap into that network and be like, hey, guys, here's my scenario. I really need to find a place for this person to figure out their financing because it's definitely outside the box or they have a scenario of this, that, and the other. So it's fun to be able to at least help them, right? If you have a true want to help a person, I don't want to say client or prospect. I hate that. I like families. I like people. (laughs) So I like to do that. If I can't help you, I'm going to make sure that you get taken care of and get you to the next person that can help you, right? Mm -hmm. 
So I don't know. I feel like that's me. So it's kind of we talk about Googling to find information, but really you're more of a human Googler where (laughs) (laughs) you kind of know what other people know and know how to refer them on to the next person. Yeah. Or is it chat GPT or whatever the heck it is now? Oh Oh my goodness. This world is crazy. Yeah, it is. Changing very quickly. It is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are things changing very quickly in your world too? You know, every day. There's always changes to guidelines and and all of that kind of stuff. So you really have to be on your toes and and stay in front of what's going on so that you can be educated. And and maybe it doesn't pertain to you, but maybe read through it and then kind of compartmentalize it a little bit and stick it in the back of your head so when you do need it. Uh, But, you know, this market has been very similar to, you know, what it's been over the last, you know, year, year and a half. And it's not really changing in my mind. But again, I try not to focus on that kind of stuff. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, I don't want to, you know, they don't want to sell. Like every, things are sitting right now because people don't want to give up that 3% interest rate. Right. I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a 3% interest rate too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, it, sometimes you just shouldn't worry about that stuff, right? Because it's not anything that you can control and you can always refinance, you know? Yeah. We spend so much time trying to predict what the future is going to do. You know what? It's going to do what it's going to do. You have to deal with what it is right now. And I, I think your point about the interest rates really great. They're going to go back down. You can refinance later. Yeah. Buy it now and refinance. I mean, later. who knows if we'll get in the twos and threes again, but Hey, I'll tell you what, I didn't even know that they'd ever get in that range at any point in my career too, yeah. you know, cause when I got in the market, they were in the fives and sixes. So, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, you can listen to what all the experts are saying and really you can decide what is your opinion going to be about the market. You can stick to that say it's your opinion, and you can still be wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Sure. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to cover in your call in our uh, talk today? No, I think that that's it. I appreciate the opportunity to come on here and chat again. Well, thank you for joining us today. 